I think each and every one of us, as much as we love our parents, can think of a time where they have really hurt us. Some of us are even still being hurt by them right now, right? And some of us have the the ability now, we don't realize it, this unconscious ability to now hurt other people that we love because of the traumatical experiences or words of our parents and what they've said before us. It is a cycle. So today's podcast is for you. It's for maybe three different groups of women. It is for you if you are currently living with your parents and struggling with a toxic or what you feel like is a toxic environment. It is for you if you feel like you have, you're out of your household of your parents, but you have this baggage, this weight, this pain of just horrible things that have been said or done to you. And this is also for you if you are currently a parent trying to raise healthy Muslim kids and not quote unquote ruin them right with toxic behaviors that might have been a result of things that happened when you were a child. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about some toxic things that should never have been said to you or that you never should say to your child. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week um, about topics of love, marriage, faith, all types of um, intertwining of your Islamic life and your modern identity. Kind of our mission here is to empower Muslim women to help them go from simply surviving everyday life to thriving as women of impact. And we help women balance, you know, the modern world and living while excelling in their Islamic identity. And that's what we are very passionate about here. And we really, really are striving to create a stronger identity and quality of life for Muslim women all over the world. We know that you know that happens with a ton of good intention, um, incredible faith, and follow through to make sure that we are like mindful every day and every moment. And that takes some learning, and that's why you're here tuning on it. So today we are talking about a topic that is really important that we are about to get into. I want to let you know if you're here that probably this week and next week we're going to take um, more women into our book club. Some of you guys have signed on, but if you haven't already, get in there. Make sure that you're in the book club because we're about to choose an amazing book. And we're going to open it up, let the women in, and we're going to be together for three months. So you don't want to miss it because for three months you would ask to come in and we would say, oh my gosh, we're full of capacity. So get in now while you're hearing this. Maybe it's Allah's calling to you to get in with women and don't be alone. Shaitan loves to have you alone. And having other women to talk about your faith, we're going to cover things all related to making you a better person, finding out and getting to the bottom of what's stopping you in your life from reaching what you want to reach. I mean, why would you not want to be with a bunch of women doing the same thing for free. So we're all together just enjoying one another and enjoying the Quran, the Sunnah, and these lifestyle moves that we're going to be making. So inshallah, business ta'ala, get on that. We have the Marriage Boost class coming out in October. Get on the wait list. These are all below, or you can go on Instagram. And lastly, we have revert classes that came out for any Thrive members. We are about to open them in October. Very excited to give those to you guys. All right, let's get started with talking about what's going on with toxicity and childhood and parenting and kind of where that falls in the mix with you. Where does that leave you? All right, let's get straight into this. And I, before we start with some of the toxic things and what they might have been, what is my, might, might have been said to you that I want you to get some acknowledgement today that those were things that have not been said to you. I just want to acknowledge for parents the fact that 
having good relationships with your kids and parenting, it's it's not an easy task. I'm a mom of five, okay? I have raised three of my own children are married with kids, and I have grandkids now from two out of three of those. And it is really like a sigh of relief when you can put your child into a healthy marriage and be like, whoa, check. I, I didn't, nobody, nobody died. There were no huge issues. Like, alhamdulillah, they're taking care. Like, it's such a, it's like this, it's this, this sadness because you're like, oh, I want to take care of them. And then like this relief, like, okay, okay, like I did it. <laughs> you know, you can kind of feel a little bit relief. So for the parents, I understand it's a really hard thing because there's no manual that comes with raising your kids. But if you're on the other side, if you're somebody who's been harmed by your parents, it's sometimes really hard to understand, like, why would they say that? But like, but who says that to a child? Like, I've heard women say that all the time, like, who would say that to me? Why would they do that? Like, why wouldn't they want better for me, help me more, like it doesn't make any sense to me. And here's the thing, it's because we're looking from our perspective. From their perspective, we, we, don't, we don't even know. Like I had a mother, for example, just give you this one example and then we'll dive right in. She had this really, really traumatic divorce and the divorce was really bad. Her kids were about four years old at the time, five years old. And so they didn't see a lot of what was happening. They just knew that mommy and daddy were breaking up. And um, so the mom was experiencing a lot of stress and she really sometimes was having a bad day. She's now, um, financially responsible for the kids. I'm not talking Islamically, okay? I'm talking about this was just this woman's particular situation. She was having to work like two jobs and then put them into daycare, pick them up from school, long days, stress, still wasn't emotionally okay about the divorce itself, um, crying yourself to sleep a lot of times. And then sometimes the kids would be acting out because they're experiencing stress. And she might say something to him or her and lashing out like and that was because the mom was under extreme stress mind you um the divorce was because of infidelity of the father so there's a lot of um pain and and you know sense of loss and and mistrust and so this woman is not getting help because she doesn't have the time because she's trying to get resources and the child grows up and the child you know, goes to other people and says, my mom did such and such to me. She didn't love me. What a horrible mother she is. But if you go on the mother's perspective, and I just know this because I talked to both the daughter and the mother, um, the mother's perspective, it was like the most horrible time of her life. And she couldn't even hold her emotions together, let her alone even remember what she said to her child on a bad day because words just came out. So my point is from either side, and this is my trick on the podcast because parents and daughters listen to me. And I think that's actually a really beautiful thing, right? So it's a place for moms to get some advice and a place for the upcoming next generation to say, hey, I want to do even better and, um, you know, keep that good stuff that was in my family and make some stuff better that could have been better and more Islamically aligned. So today I just want to say that that's really hard. Being parent, being a parent is hard. Being a child is hard. When you've had parents that are going through traumatical things, like both sides, it's hard. I just want to first acknowledge that and say whatever you went through, I'm sure it wasn't easy and may Allah make it easy for you now and just just like recognize that it's not easy on either side. Number two, I just want to say to everyone before that it's really important that we get this stuff right though. The Prophet peace be upon him was amazing at it. He was amazing at breaking stuff down, unpacking and, and recognizing and addressing and that's what I think we are really lacking right now because so many of us are lacking guidance in it and that's what this podcast is about so you can get a little bit of that right um being having good relationship with the, between the parent and the child it just helps the kids have better self-esteem helps them be more confident and optimistic helps them maintain positive relationships and marriages of their own and 
it just it really helps aid their emotional mental development they they're social they're academic it's so much of it is intertwined i think we have no idea so just recognizing the struggle and recognizing the importance is just the first way i want to start this out but then let's dive deep into some crazy horrible things that parents might have said to their kids that they probably shouldn't have and kind of why it's messed up right let's let's get into that so a lot of what I'm going to touch on today are forms of what could be categorized as child's emotional abuse. And it's kind of an, a misunderstood trauma that can cause damage to the brain of the child, create long-term learning difficulties, to be honest, problematic behaviors, mental health issues, and different types of other physical trauma. You'd be shocked. And there's this, actually a significant link between these problems and health risks later on people having issues with cardiovascular disease cholesterol all types of other physical conditions um, from this emotional psychological trauma and so you might be suffering from that and this is just today i just want to acknowledge today is two two goals right one is i want to acknowledge what you've gone through and two i want to help break the cycle so i'm sharing with parents what not to say i'm sharing with people who have been said to this by their parents that no this should not have been said to you and um just acknowledging that and hoping we could do better in the next generation, right? So the first one is calling your child something related to their body. Like you have ugly hair, you're too short, you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too ugly. I have so many women with body image issues. And I would say a lot of the body image issues of our our women were be some of it is from the family and some of it is from social media and society. But really, in the house, we can control so much of that. But calling a child these names in these sentences only really increase their physical insecurities about themselves and their body image issues. Like, I think we did the poll back back in the podcast. 94% of women don't like their body. That's, that's not an accident. Allah made you perfect and you did not have any problem with your body when you were born. That was taught to you taught to you through society but in the house if as a parent somebody told you you were too fat too skinny need to lose weight don't eat that if, like sometimes the moms are so worried about their own body like being skinny that they transfer that onto their daughters and they make the daughters like anxious over it it's really really unhealthy so if your parent has ever said anything to you or you're a parent and you've ever done that to your child this should not have been done Parents are supposed to teach their kids to love themselves no matter what shape or whatever they are and just love them to pieces and let them know that their love for them is unconditional. It has no bearings on their weight on the scale or on like how, how much other people compliment how pretty they are. Um, the thing with the fair skin, skin thing they have, I think, in certain communities and, you know, how if you have good hair or bad hair, like that's all a bunch of nonsense, right? There, these, are, these are things that were created in our society and are, are not beneficial at all for our women and children. So this number two, this one happens a lot. And I'm sure you've heard this a lot. Why are you like that? You know? Why are you so weird? Why are you so crazy? Why are you so annoying? Why do you move like that? Why do you talk like that? Why do you write like that? What is that? Like I see parents doing that all the time. It's normal for children to believe kids. Like it's 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 normal for them to believe whatever their parent says is totally true. So let's pretend your child is doing something. It's not actually wrong. It's just 
a little irritating to you, right? You had a bad day, you're stressed out, and they decide they want to walk across the room. And I can't show you what I'm doing. Be like, be like, blah, 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 blah. They're just having their own little funny moment in their mind, but you've made it incredibly personal. Why are you like that? Why do you why do you need to be like that right now? Don't you know? Like, like you make them all of a sudden think that they are not good. Like that's the real truth. They lose their self-confidence. They start to get insecure. What if somebody else outside, when I go to do my natural blah, 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 blah move, like like they look at me weird and they're like, "Mm, look at her. See, like we started that sarcasm. We started that judgment right there. But, you know, they're going to end up getting really more conscious about other people around them and the way they do things and move and care. And then later on when, when kids are older, we're like, free to be me, do you. Like we give the wrong messages. Not that free to be me completely is correct either. But you know what I mean? Like we're always like, oh, why do they have all these issues? But so many times we're, we're creating them. I've heard other horrible things, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say all of them. But ever making your child feel like they were a burden. As a parent, we have, that's probably the next one I would say. As a parent, we have chosen to have these children. Some women, you know, they haven't chosen. They got pregnant. They weren't trying to get pregnant. But here's the thing. Is it ever the child's fault? It's not. So maybe your parents hadn't planned on getting you pregnant and having you. It doesn't mean they didn't want you, right? Like once you were there, this is just, you know, maybe people have financial situations and then it came about, but they might have a lot of anxiety around raising you because they're struggling financially. I mean, who knows? And made you feel like you were a burden or maybe you're doing it right now to your kids because you're going through financial struggles. Like, oh, you guys know how much I spend on you. You know how much I do for you. You know how much I do Making them feel like they are a burden. That is actually incredibly bad for your child's self-esteem and induces them to think that they will never be enough no matter how hard they try. Isn't that crazy? If you have that where you feel like with your parents, like you're, you're never enough, just never enough for them. They just, they need you to be more and more or like you're just a burden on them. Those are things that happen because of maybe some things your parents said to you. So parents really need to teach their kids to be in their own special way, like amazing. I, I love the way you are. You know, I'm not, I'm not feeling overburdened by you. I'm not feeling anything like you are here because I love you. And my personal financial struggles and everything has nothing to do with you being any less lovable or any less desirable. You are here out of the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And it's really important that we show them love and affection and that, that everything will pass. Like even if I'm going through something difficulty, showing your child that you're passing through that situation with grace, with ease, that has to be modeled. And, and if you've ever been made to feel like, you know, you were a burden, I'm sorry that happened to you. And that definitely, definitely should not have happened to you. I'm just going to do a couple more here. Um, comparing with one sibling and the other, I think we know that. From the stories of the Prophet, peace be upon him, he always taught us these stories of being really careful. Like, Habil and Qabil, Habil and Qabil. Like, this is the story of Cain and Abel. You guys have probably heard also in, in the Bible, they say Cain and Abel. Um, it's a very similar story where, um, you know, there's this sibling rivalry. That's from the beginning of time, right? That's nothing new. But as a parent, you know, sometimes kids, they just initially just feel naturally, you know, 
upset of the other one and you have and I don't have and they start to feel like even if dad didn't say he loved you more I think he does you know this is normal but as parents we have to subside that no that's not true I love you all and sometimes parents they naturally favor one over the other it's they don't mean to but sometimes they do but you know saying things like why aren't you like your brother why aren't you like your cousins look at their wedding look at your wedding look at their studies look at your studies you know this comparing it's not healthy and it only destroys their self-esteem and it teaches them again no matter what they do they're never gonna be enough for you to love them the right way and this is really really bad and so many people now have tons of jealousy and resentment it's just carrying this heavy burden over and over you know siblings should be equally given the right to be who they are and at the end of the day we're supposed to love them equally. So for example, the Prophet Peace be upon him, he said, if you buy one gift for one child, buy for the other child. Never try to create hostility between siblings and always help them to come together on the same page. That's really important for parents, okay? And obviously never calling your children names, you know, like you're stupid, you're a loser, Haiwan, like all these things I hear people calling all the time. In every culture, they have a word um, and it's always always inappropriate. The, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he would make dua for his kids, not dua against his kids. I see people being like, oh, may Allah curse you, may the jinn take you, all these kinds of crazy things. I have no idea why parents would curse their own children. All right, and lastly, I just want to say um, another thing that maybe we don't think, okay, well, I don't say all these things, but make sure you're also not lying to your child. So to the parent who's saying, well, I didn't say all these things exactly or not like that, or these are really, really dangerous things. Um, making your love conditional, right? Like, I really love you, but like, there's no, but it's, it's conditional. The prophet peace found me love conditionally. And part of that conditional love is being honest, being straightforward, not lying to your parents, lying to your children. A lot of parents treat their kids as if they aren't reasonable, as if they don't have the know-how or the brains to understand how life works. Kids are very smart. From three years old, they can pick up patterns on how much they can get away with. They like, it's just, it's a very normal biological thing. And therefore they can't, ever find out that you lied to them that is really inappropriate and if you did lie to them you should definitely apologize to their face and a lot of parents are like what like i don't apologize to my kids like this is and people don't realize how much they do to their kids sometimes or how much they'd be ashamed if they would tell other people that they do like if, if people could actually put a video camera inside all of our homes and see what happens in our house for real versus at the masjid when we're smiling or in the Eid prayer we're like oh yes my family is so wonderful or on social media as we're posting our amazing clean homes that five minutes ago everybody just like cussed each other out and slammed their doors like nobody's being honest about a lot of the traumatical words that are being exchanged in the home and the, the behavioral um, trauma that sometimes is happening and we should always have an honest conversation with their children as long as the truth is suited for their age and won't cause them any harm you know in order to build that deep trust the prophets were honest with their children they told them about how life works and we say what is an age appropriate obviously certain things related to delaying issues of um you know certain things with i don't want to say like death or it depends it depends on you know oh my gosh overseas there's so many traumatical things that children are experiencing with death of loved ones in in war instances and just the physical things they've seen that are really would be unbearable um for any age but especially a child who can't wrap their head around those things in that young fragile time may allah make it easy for all of 
all of our families, all of our countries, all over the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us full healing. But what I want to just really get to the depth of today is we have to start to mimic prophetic parenting. Um, you guys know I have PDFs on the website for things like that, like how to be an amazing Muslim parent, how to discipline your child in the toddler ages. And I hate using the word discipline, but I just, I, I know that's the term we use, but it's all types of positive parenting that the prophet, peace be upon him, used, his approach, his way. And eventually, inshallah, I'll come out with like a full, full class for you guys. But for now, what I want to say is we need to watch our tongues. Not everything we think needs to be shared verbally. Yeah, that even goes from adult to adult. Like sometimes we just need to like, our words are knives. Yes, you know it, right? Especially as women. Sometimes women are really good at chopping their husband down or chopping another female down. I see it on social media a lot, you know, using those words as weapons. But guess what, guys? Every word that we utter will be written for us in our book and represented to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How embarrassing, right? And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from ourselves. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to be only using our mouth, using our tongue, using these beautiful gifts. Some people can't even speak for words that benefit, for words that help our children grow, for words that build us up, not tear one another down. And so the message I want to leave you with today is parents really need to be careful of what they say to their kids. Children's emotional abuse is very toxic and it can run a long run mentally and physically. And parents really need to be aware that every word they say will be written for them and it can be extremely detrimental. And if you are somebody who has suffered by the hand of your parents, I have a lot of women call me about narcissistic mothers or really difficult issues, passive aggressive parents who just do some weird, crazy, shady things that are not from Islam. I'm telling you right now, so much of the pain that we're causing for our children is by our own hand. I didn't realize until I was a certain age as a parent how real and scary that was. It makes you think twice when you have kids about like, okay, do I have the mental capacity to have another child right now? Um, and I'm not, I'm not obviously commenting on having children, birth control. I'm not, I'm not even going there. I'm just saying children are more than just like making sure they're fed, they stay alive, you know, wiping their, their bums and feeding them and teaching them a couple surahs. This is not it. There's a lot of accountability. And I want parents to take that seriously and just really think twice about how they speak to their kids. And I just wanted to validate and honor today the women who have had difficult things said to them about, you know, their body image, comparing them to other people, abusing them verbally, um, you know, giving them the feeling that they're a burden, you know, somebody, the parent making fun of them or making them feel like they're not enough or pressuring them into fields of education that they don't want, that they just have to do for the sake of pressure. And I see a lot of parents shame their girls into getting married. That's one we're about to get into December ish like dealing with parents who are forcing you to do things and marry people and make you feel obligated and there's a lot of dirty guilt that I'm seeing thrown at our young women and it is confusing them they don't know is this from Islam is this from my culture and we have to be really really careful how we treat one another and especially the beautiful gifts of our children that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have given us all right I love you guys for the sake of Allah you have an amazing week if you're on Thrive I'm going to be diving in and going deep with you guys on some organizational stuff on September 7th which is tomorrow we have an awesome workshop on how to get your life organized i'm gonna do some little one-on-one -on -one small group stuff with you guys very excited to help you get yourself in a position to have the best year possible don't forget to turn on our book club list if you're in thrive and you're a revert get on that list 
And inshallah business ta'ala, look forward to the Marriage Boost course to help make you have an even healthier marriage inshallah business ta'ala coming out in October. Get on the wait list for that. All right? Love you guys for the sake of Allah. I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.